Hi everybody, Kurt Schlichter here for Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast that you guys know and you guys love. And boy, my mic seems hot today. Anyway, um, wow, what a uh, amazing time I'm having. I'm here in Houston, Texas, because I'm uh, I'm not leaving California as much as I am uh, uh, having a second house here in Texas. So we are uh, we're opening the house. We're trying to fill it with stuff. And, um, I, you know, I like a lot of things about Houston, great restaurants. The weather's been very nice. People are very friendly, but they turn into freaking idiots the second they get behind the wheel. I mean, these are, they're the, the, the most aggressive and obnoxious drivers in America are Boston. Boston drivers are just terrible. Uh, but Houston drivers are, and I, I, I don't want to be cruel, but they're idiots. Their IQ precipitously drops the second they get behind the wheel. It's remarkable how stupid they get. For instance, you know, you'll be like pulling, you know, going through a parking lot and somebody will start backing out and they can't comprehend that they need to stop backing out to let you pass or to let you stop or to uh, they will turn around in a parking lot lane. I've seen that twice today to go the other way. They can't go straight. Through the parking lot, they've, they've got to stop back in and painfully do like a nine-point turn to go out the opposite direction. I I, I I find the whole thing completely baffling. These people are insane uh, and stupid all at once. So I like Houston, uh, but you're allowed to have your driver's license taken away. And there's a lot of traffic, which is kind of obnoxious. Um, I don't know, man. Claudia, so, you know, my nose seems to be healing nicely, but I do have a scar. Look, see? Yeah. Yeah, I got a little scar. I'll say I got it in, I got it when I was in the stuff in Nam. In the Nam. I just like saying that. In the Nam. I got to talk about our pseudo war against Iran. What the hell is this? We wait five or six days to do anything, right? And everybody's leaking, oh, we're going to attack this, this, and this place. So the Iranians pull their people out of those places. We're not actually hitting Iran. We're hitting Iraq and Syria, even though it was the Iranians who uh, who were behind this crap that killed our guys. And uh, I don't, uh, I mean, you know, it's they literally gave these guys a heads up. Okay, pull all your people out and we'll bomb your empty buildings. We'll take out your hut. That is some BS, man. So the Iranians have really learned their lesson. The thing they've learned is Biden is a combination of dipshit and pussy. And uh, I, I find it very, very, uh, very, very annoying. Speaking of annoying, are these people ever going to show up? Ten minutes. Ten minutes, and then they will show up and do their thing with us. Yeah. Okay. We're waiting on somebody to bring us a coffee tape. Because that's that's been our sole achievement today, is getting a coffee tape. It's not much of an achievement. But like I said, I'm still ticked about this Iran thing. Uh, you know, some of our guys get killed. They feel like they have to pretend to do something. But they're literally pretending. They they are literally doing nothing. It is remarkable how they... Oh, wow. Guys here. Here's the thing. If, you know, Biden is fighting to send a message. Okay? If you send a message that doesn't have a corresponding 
uh, effect on the enemy's combat power. That is, you destroy something or neutralize something that they can use to hurt you. Your message is weakness. There, you should never, you know, never bomb the aspirin factory. Okay, because it makes people take you not seriously, and then they blow up the Twin Towers, because that's what happened. Uh, Osama bin Laden blew up two embassies in Africa, killed hundreds of people, bunches of Americans. And um, Bill Clinton bombed aspirin factories. He had a chance to kill Osama bin Laden. He chose not to take it, because he didn't want to escalate things. And the enemy looked at us and said, you're weak and you're stupid. Uh, you're, you're not a country. You're Fredo. And they attacked the World Trade Center. What do you think Iran's going to do? Well, I, 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 I will tell you what Iran's going to do. I have told you what Iran's going to do. It's all in my book, The Attack. They are going to smuggle in people, and they are going to arrange a giant terrorist attack that's going to kill thousands of Americans. And... They're going to expect America doesn't do anything about it and pulls out of the world. Why? Because that's the message the dipshit in the White House has been sending. And it's a very clear message. It is, the, you know, it is it, also Houston drivers, very protective of the road because you wouldn't want somebody to be able to turn in the lane in front of you. You freaking morons. God, learn to drive, dipshits. Anywho. Um, the, I want to retaliate against these, but I mean, th this isn't just stupid guys. This is actively dangerous because it encourages our enemy. Now, there are plenty of targets that not only send a message, because remember, sending a message is destroying enemy assets that allow them to do things. If that's, if that's the only message that matters. What could they? What could we have done? Well, I would have sunk their navy. I would have done what Ronald Reagan did: sink a bunch of ships. That has a combat effect. They don't have the ships. And right now, and it, this is stunning to me, there is a Iranian intelligence ship floating off of Yemen. It's just floating out there, doing its thing, chilling and illing, calling and targeting information on vessel, uh, civilian vessels and our military stuff so the Houthis, whoever the hell they are, can fire missiles at them and drones. Why isn't this thing sunk? Because A, you know, you want to send a message, sinking their ship sends a message, we're at war, you, you really want to be at war? But it also destroys a combat capability. The combat capability in this case being the ability to target our ships and have intel on them. And it is, um, you know, it, it's baffling to me why this crap happens, why we allow this crap to go on. Uh, you would think that there'd be some generals who were like, uh, you know, if you're going to fight a war, you should, I don't know, fight it. But we don't really have generals like that. I'm not sure we have generals at all. I mean, Lloyd Austin doesn't even show up. I mean, that dude's AWOL, absent without leave. Where the hell was he? Hey, we all got prostate issues, right? Bunch of the young guys are going, well, my prostate's fine. Wait your turn, bitch. Uh, I get it. I get it. That doesn't mean that you, like, disappear. 
Uh, but on the other hand, the best thing uh, Lloyd Austin can do is disappear because he's a terrible general uh, or was a terrible general. And I know people who were, you know, around him when he was a general and he was undistinguished. That He's a terrible secretary of defense. He's just a clown. He's presided over this strategic disaster. Uh, he He can't even, you know, they can't even recruit people. But then again, why would why would anyone want to join our military? I like our military. I'm pro our military. Um, but I don't like the leadership. And why would anyone want to join? Uh, especially someone who is, you know, cisgender and white and freaking normal. You know, not a pervert, not a transsexual, not some weirdo. But, you know, normal people, the kind who, oh, I don't know. Fill out our military and win our wars. Why would they want to join? Well, it turns out they don't want to join. You know, like 70% of people who join the military are um, legacies. They've got relatives who have joined the military and uh, who, are, who are veterans and say, yeah, go ahead and join. Keep up the family tradition. The geniuses at the Pentagon decided, uh, well, we don't want that. We don't want a warrior class, said the guys who are blissfully unaware of the fact that every successful military nation in human history has literally had a warrior class. Yeah, because they're freaking smarter than 5,000 years of history because they got a degree in gender studies at the University of College. So they're smarter. We're not going to have a warrior class anymore. In fact, we're going to alienate the people who make up our military now, who take the majority of the combat arms jobs, who make up the majority of the successful generals. And we're going to turn into something else because reasons and I don't know, and shut up racists. And that's, you know, I mean, it's a disaster. And, of course, every single person with any kind of military experience, any knowledge, knows what a disaster is scoping. And as we're seeing it played out, you know, our military is, you know, right now, I get, you know, dropping very, you know, dropping millions of dollars of ordinance, ordinance on, um, you know, empty huts and patches of desert. And they're calling that a victory. That'll show you, Iran. Iran is laughing at us. And Iran has reason to laugh at us. It's funny. I mean, not ha-ha funny, but it's funny. And it's a, I mean, it's a disaster. And uh, it's, you know, it's not going to get any better under by it. It's only going to get worse. These people, you got to understand that when you say, I can't believe these people are doing it, don't they see they're destroying the military? They don't care about the military. It do that, that doesn't matter. Combat effectiveness does not matter to them. The, uh, the military's purpose is to further along the Marxist experiment. The secondary purpose is, of course, to be turned on normal Americans uh, when normal Americans are uppity. The problem that they haven't thought of is by making it a combat ineffective organization, they actually limit their ability to use it to murder uh, normal Americans, uh, which is, you know, what they absolutely would do given the chance.
And uh, I mean, I guess that I guess it's good that they've got a military that, you know, is incapable of crushing an insurgency of freedom loving Americans. Uh, I, I mean, that's a positive thing, I guess. Speaking of, uh, you know, insurgencies and stuff. How about that Greg Abbott, huh? Our governor here in Texas. Uh, tell the feds, no, I'm not going to play along. You've got a constitutional obligation to enforce the laws. You've got a constitutional obligation to defend us from invasion. And, you know, the feds aren't doing it. And then suddenly getting huffy about, well, I don't know, Constitution. You can't, you can't tell me no. I think they can tell you no. I think they're telling you no. I think he is telling you no. I think he's telling you to pound sand. And I think he's going to keep doing that. Because, you know, again, the the normal people look at this and go, well, I don't understand why Biden's doing this. He's got the border open. That That's the goal. The destruction of the military is the goal of the um, civilians. Uh, the military people who still, you know, like their organization, they're horrified. But the goal is the the goal is the destruction of the capacity of the institutions to do the jobs the institutions want to do, and to corrupt them like a virus uh, corrupts a cell uh, and turn it into something that promulgates more uh, garbage communists. That's I mean that's that's how it works. That's 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 what's going on. There's no, it, it, it is not a mistake. It is not, these people are so dumb. They, they're not, I mean, they're dumb. But they're not dumb about this because their goal is not the same as the one you think it is. The goal is not to make things worse. It's not to make the economy better. It's not to make America safer or more free. Those are actually things they don't want to do. And they're very good at not doing them. And, um, you know, we, we've we got to get ourselves past uh, the presumption of good faith on the part of these communists. Um, they, they don't deserve one. They don't deserve that presumption because they aren't acting in good faith. They are acting in a way designed to change America into a leftist dictatorship where all the institutions are aimed at nailing down and securing their power. That's just, I mean, that's just the way it is. Sorry if, if uh, you know, the, the if, it, if it stuns you that uh, uh, these uh, people are not working with America's best interest or the best interest of America. They hate America and they hate Americans and they want you disenfranchised, uh, disarmed and, uh, uh, you know, dead. Frankly, they want. Remember in uh, COVID, they were all you remember that, honey. They were all like, I, oh, I just will kill a bunch of those old fat Republicans. They, they literally want you to die. And you've got to stop being a sissy and start accepting that the enemy is serious when they tell you that they're not joking. It's not a, it's not a, uh, uh, a put on. This is what they want. They don't want you. 
They're importing a bunch of third world peasants to replace you. Oh, the great replacement theory. Also, America's changing and it's great demographically. Well, you know, looking around, I'm not uh, I'm not seeing that uh, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of the uh, you know people flipping off uh, 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 America, which they're literally doing, are really contributing to our country. Yeah, the cops are literally not allowed to fight them back. Oh, and there were three of them, weren't they? Yeah, there's more of them, and then they're, like, released. All right, I just... Yeah. Have you seen that crap happening here in Texas? I haven't seen it. I don't think that happened in Texas. I hope it wouldn't happen in Texas. There's some weak-ass people here in Texas, too. Was... Although, yeah, the... This is this is where our thing is. So anyway, we are uh, we are uh, uh, at a uh, at a point where we need to uh, uh, make some decisions as a country, and they're going to be tough decisions. And uh, so, hold on. And uh, we've got to make some decisions as people ourselves right now because we are where we're going. So I want to thank you guys for uh, uh, being uh, Town Hall VIPs. I hope to see you at CPAC. I hope you go get my book, The Attack. And I hope you read me every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, because my stuff is amazing. My columns, I've got a great column uh, uh, for Monday the 5th, uh, which will infuriate everybody. So that'll be great. So uh, I will see you soon again on Unredacted next week. Bye.